previously on Live at 605. If there's mayonnaise, Condiments readily available. <laughs> Can I get through my, my sentence here yeah. without a sabotage? If there's mayonnaise readily available and it's just your boy over here, I'm not going to fuck with it. John Mallon. And Val Gomez. from a mild but temperate Toronto. This hmm. is the premiere episode of Live at 605 season 14. Wow. Honky we, <laughs> honky we made it. What? We've done this for four years. You'd think on the premiere episode, John would sound more thrilled and joyous. I'm super thrilled. I'm feeling joyous because, you know, I nothing no, runs nothing, with joyous. Nothing. Give me give me one topic. Let me just spit a mean 16 real uh, quick. Let's just see what I got. I haven't wrapped in a while. Just Let's a, do any kind of topic. The month of February. Month of February. Okay. And then I'm going to pick a beat. Let's see. I, uh, instrumental. Yeah. Okay. Tell me when to stop. Stop. All right. So we are. Make sure your volume's up. Forty seconds into season fourteen, and I'm going to rap about February. This is already a mark of the season to come. Let's see what song it. Ooh, an Eminem song. Okay. Oh my God! Lose yourself. No, this is till I collapse. Oh. We're in my favorite <laughs> month of the off? year. <laughs> Can I get a redo? Invalid. Hold on, hold on. I was you. Because sometimes you gotta let the flow go. You ready? Let it build up. Okay. It's the month of February. It's my favorite year because I'm right here to tell you how I feel about this beautiful month. And I'm about to put you. <laughs> and so I have two questions. Right. Yes. Two questions. All right. One, you know how white you are when you miss the downbeat. <laughs> yeah, because you were jinxing Second, me. Did you just say pentagoo? No. <laughs> as a word. I was trying to use bunting as a metaphor for spring training. Baseball. Is <laughs> that not clear? I did not hear you say bunting at all. And this is an indication of what you have to look forward to as John regains his rap street cred in the season 14 of Live at 605. Yeah, you haven't let me do a freestyle in like three seasons. I I haven't let let you. You do whatever the hell you want, clearly. Of course, it's my podcast, 51%. So here is I Am Your Podcaster, Val, 51% owner of this podcast. Oh, okay. And to my left, possibly your right. Your boy Gucci Malin up on the uh, ones and twos over here. And I feel like, so we typically take a hiatus. So for those of you guys who are just starting to join us um, as net new listeners, we have 13 glorious seasons for you to catch up on. But for those of you guys who have continued the ride with us, um, throughout the years, thank you so much. For and sure. we've Amazing. definitely done a lot in the three weeks we've been off. And we always do dope shit. We always do dope shit. But yeah. I will also say is that for those of you guys who are enjoying the ride, um, definitely continue with us because we have a lot more shenanigans coming up in recent weeks. And exactly, you know. it's gonna be a big season for sure. We already got things we've done this week is we've got done concerts, concerts we've seen parties, mo- hockey. party hockey and then in the coming weeks we have trips to hockey games yeah i don't know what else is. we were doing <laughs> but we got a lot of cool shit yeah. like even today when we were on the subway i'm like look how dope i'm, I'm dressed like a John real dope was, guy. Shit was on fleek 
if yeah. that's how the kids say it. And you know what I realized? So I go to Sobeys a lot now to get salads for lunch. Mm-hmm. You know what I realized? No. I you look, don't have a Sobeys card? No. I realize, and don't, don't like make fun of me for this. What? I look like an absolute. <laughs> I look like an absolute boss coming out of Sobeys these days. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say I look like an absolute dick. When no, I, come out of I look like like the biggest boss ever. Why I got, is that? Well, I'm dressed fresh to death. Obviously, mm. one. I'm also just the way I carry myself and the swagger. No, oh, okay. it's just the swagger's on top. So I guess one of the things. Okay, wait, hold on. Are you no, you were gonna say something. I was gonna say. First of all, we have to give out our contact information. But before we give that out, I will say is that one thing that the listeners might not be aware of is that John's um, on fleet game, if you will, yeah. has been heightened by certain things. One, new jeans. Two, new hairstyle. Three, the ability to wear more fall-appropriate clothing. Yeah, I was wearing my leather jacket in February today. Mm-hmm. With some rustic boots, a little too rustic for my choosing. Mm-hmm. Uh, light skinny jeans, mm-hmm. blue skinny jeans. A awesome graphic tee from Frank and Oak. Mm-hmm. And then a very nice uh, zip-up sweater. Ooh. And what he's failing to say is that after seeing um, Oscar-famed film, La La Land, <laughs> we actually, we, we saying because I'm no longer cutting his hair every week, but John um, actually grew out his hair to be like an awesome longer blondie haircut and i feel like you know it's like pretty swagged out because he likes putting pomade in it now yeah because i looked up how does ryan gosling um style his hair yeah i also feel like this is more scott disick almost yeah but without the extreme gel exactly so on the douchebag level it's definitely nowhere close no exactly and i'm just joking like i know i'm not i'm like very humble yes you are as humble as kanye west if you guys want to check out some of the cool shit we've done over the few week hiatus, um, it's Val Gomez twenty three on Instagram, Twitter, and Snapchat. How's your Insta game? Amazing. How many How many likes are you getting these days? Ooh, averaging in the it's mid to late forties. Mid to late forties. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. Yeah. And how How are your Twitter Instagram followers? Awesome. I think I gained about twenty over the break. Really? Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Malencamp. I didn't delete my Instagram because remember I posted a picture and I said if it doesn't get, I think, 20 likes, yeah. I would delete Instagram. Yeah. I think I got like 21 likes, so I kept Instagram. And then, but if you follow me on Twitter, mm-hmm. uh, over 635 followers. Ooh. And by the way, my Twitter game is so good. I, I'm going to start making Twitter predictions. I can't. I was going to say yeah. a, a certain show where I predicted something happening. So, okay. Well, don't yet. But what I will want to say is once we post, we have obviously the new season 14 cover art on our Instagram. Looks amazing. But what I really want to know is what do the listeners actually think of this cover art? Right? Tell me what you guys think. Leave a comment on Instagram. Don't just like it. I want to know your thoughts on what John... Trolling for Insta comments. Well, it's not even that. It's also like... Do we want to switch up it completely? Does it help to keep our faces on it, right? Do Have you, you like seen it? our faces? Yeah, obviously. <laughs> so, um, but yeah. And then obviously what we want you guys to do is drop us a comment on our iTunes page because every comment you leave for us pushes us back into the news and noteworthy. Then like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash live at 605 for memes and gifts and videos and pictures and all that good stuff. I will be posting the video of a crab with a knife, and you'll know why later. <laughs> so good. So good. 
So, do you want to get into things? Yeah, I feel like we have like a lot to talk. Yeah, about. I know Let's we Spitfire this. Yeah, bitch. we got a lot to talk about, and then we have a, a half hour six oh five remote, so we got to try and mm-hmm. be on top of our shit today. Yeah. Um. Why don't we just start? Cause I teased it. Let's just talk the Bachelor Go. for a few minutes. Go. So by the time this airs, the Bachelor probably just would have finished. Yeah. And we're recording this right now. It's um February twenty first. Right. I we just finished hometowns. Yeah. And I wish I like. Put this on the internet earlier. I may have okay. even said it on a. I probably said it on an earlier podcast. But in early January, mm-hmm. I predicted that Rachel Ooh. would be the next Bachelorette. Which I said no fucking way because America or North America is not ready for that. And, and for those of you guys who don't watch The Bachelor, what I mean when I say not ready for that is in 33 seasons of The Bachelor, there's never been a non-white bachelor. She's the first African American woman Correct. to ever be chosen, or woman or man to be chosen as the next bachelor or bachelorette. In 33 seasons. So what dating I, back to 2002. So what I feel like, because we're in a bit of a more political climate um, endeavor in the U.S. right now. And, you know, Donald Trump may say Black Lives Matter. Yeah. But clearly we might think he doesn't mean that. Yeah. They have now made Rachel, awesome bachelorette that she is. Oh, yeah. I that pr- official bachelorette. They chose Charlie O'Connor as a bachelor before her. You Who's know who Charlie, Charlie O'Connor? O- you want to know who Charlie O'Connor is? He's the guy from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Oh, that's Charlie Day. Char- who's uh, Who's the guy? Fuck. You remember Stand By Me, the movie? Yeah. The fat little kid? Jerry O'Connor. Jerry O'Connor. That's his brother. His less talented, uglier brother. Is Charlie O'Connor? He was a bachelor. No fucking way. Yeah? From Sliders? No, that was Jerry O'Connell. Yeah, yeah, Jerry O'Connor is his brother. It's not (laughs) O'Connor. It's Jerry O'Connell, first of all. (laughs) Sorry, Jerry. 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 (laughs) Charlie O'Connell. Yeah. Was a bachelor. Is he the one in the Emancipation for Mimi video? Um, with Mariah? No, that's Jerry. Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, what I'm saying is they're giving a C-list actor's brother a bachelor before they gave this wow. woman. This was like six years ago, seven years ago. Is it the better brother who's married to Rebecca Romaine? Yeah, they got divorced, I think. Wow. Anyway, so I chose, I didn't chose, I didn't choose anyone. Anyway. I predicted her being the next bachelorette. Mm-hmm. And it's just been very good. I will and... Mm-hmm. Last week they showed, and this is again. We'll, we'll talk real quick. I know not everyone's a bachelor fan. Yeah. Last week they showed a mysterious woman to go knock on Nick's door, mm-hmm. and all you saw was her hair. butt and her hair. <laughs> and I said, I knew that butt anywhere. I said that is Andy, Bachelorette yeah. Andy from three seasons ago. And you, you were like, no, it's not her. And I told a bunch of people, no, that's Andy. Mm-hmm. I know that anywhere. Lo and behold, last night episode, who mm-hmm. knocked on his door? Andy. 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 Andy Dorf, Dorfman. So what did we learn from the story? That I'm just like the bachelor king when it comes to predicting things. Or you're an ass per. Yeah. <laughs> Next story, please. Uh, so anyways, that's my uh, bachelor. And I'm right now, I, I can't even make who's going to be picked. My oh. prediction is he actually chooses Rachel. Yeah. And she either says no or says yes, and then they break up. So my prediction right now is Rachel well, gets... Well, she can't say yes. Sure she can. No, because they're contracted to at least stay together by nature of ABC for three months. They were also contracted to give bachelors to uh, honkies. They've broken the rules. (laughs) What I'm saying, I think outside the box when it comes to this shit. No No one thought they'd be seeing Andy Dorfman three years later at the end of an episode. Yeah, she's trying to push her book. Of course. Next story. Well, how about our next story is also our our joint sponsorship of the week. Oh, yeah. So why don't we get into our sponsorship of the week? 
sponsorship of the week. This sponsorship also leads into a Fastbender review. Yeah. Why don't you tell everyone uh, about a movie day we were going to do? <laughs> so, I remember... So, okay. Let, let me just put this out and say it. We saw, like, a lot of Oscar films, right, that are nominated. So, yeah. we kind of were like... Sometimes when John and I don't have much to do on a weekend, we'll either go see like an afternoon film. I love like afternoon see, films. With senior citizens at the Varsity Theater or we'll like go make a night of it and go just see like a random film out there. Mm. And we've lucked out with certain films like Whiplash and uh, not American Hustle. Uh, American Beauty? No, like, the one that we like, the story within a story. Oh, that I can't remember. The one what with the morbidly called. obese naked one. Yeah, exactly. It was good, I swear. With Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, why the hell? I can't Cl- remember. What it's not it's cliffhangers. It's uh... cliffhangers. <laughs> God damn it! Now I it's gonna no it's keep called. going. Um, Nocturnal animals. There you go. And so yeah, I think chops. the one thing is, is that we always try and divvy up the movies to be like, you pick one. Now you pick one. I have been saying to John that I want to see this movie first split. Of, first Don't of all, interrupt me. <laughs> I've been trying to say to John, not trying, I have said to John, I want to see this movie Split, which I initially thought was a TV show. Yeah, of course. Starring James McAvoy, a.k.a. Professor X from X-Men, for months. Right. Okay? <laughs> months? I read about it in, like, The Hollywood Reporter as, like, but critically acclaimed, check this TV show out. Let me just say, like, softcore yeah. violence is yeah. not your thing. Softcore scariness you do not like, right? No, we literally just watched, like, Planet Earth, and I couldn't watch, like, a lizard being chased by snakes. <laughs> Even so, though I told you he doesn't get hurt. No, I know. I literally, like, threw out my foot jumping under my blanket. So, so <laughs> knowing what I knew about the movie, M. Night Shyamalan does suspenseful thriller, yeah. thriller horror movies. Yeah. I just didn't think you'd want to see it because you would be nightmares. I was also trying to protect you. You were. But then to protect me, he told me the ending of the film. First of all. And then just talk through the whole thing. And so. Secondly, yeah. did, even though I told you the ending, did it ruin any of it for you? Well, I thought the ending he told me, we're not going to give it away. But <laughs> I thought it was this other movie. I see dead people. That's not even the right movie. That's the movie I thought it was. I had no idea what you're talking about. Yeah, I could I could spoil the spoiler and it wouldn't ruin the movie. Okay. I'm not going to. I, I already did it the last time. <laughs> But my point is, it didn't spoil it for you because you hadn't seen the movie I was talking about. No, but I felt like you begrudgingly came with me. To no, see I, I, I've always wanted to see. I want. I just didn't. This is where I read about the movie because I didn't think you'd want to see it because it'd be too scary. But I like James McAvoy. I know, but I already knew the spoiler going into the movie. So anyway, either way, we wanted to so, go see this film. It was kind of an eerie day already. I yeah. kind of think, and then it was like not afternoon but it was like early evening the movie was at five o'clock so we were leaving around four dirty and it was already like kind of gloomy outside and so we ordered an uber mm. right or called an uber to come and grab us from our place and so we end up like getting ready to go down and the uber says it's going to be like four minutes mm. or something so because i fucked up my foot <laughs> one thing is is that we haven't been taking the stairs downstairs because the one time we have tried to do it, 90 people decided to do their laundry with us. And yeah, I, felt I know. Felt to run down the stairs. <laughs> but my foot is hurting, and I put more pressure on that foot when I land, so we haven't done it. So instead, we're like, let's go out and take the elevator. Already creepy. We get outside. John locks the door because I never take my keys anywhere. I also had to throw something down the garbage chute. So we had to stay in the hallway longer than anticipated. So we're walking down the hallway, and right in front of the elevators to the right, there's like... 
a guy who has his door open to his apartment building. And he's like this weird fat guy. But he's only half his ha- body is, is out. out of the door. And he's staring directly at us. Like, not like saying, I'm going to kill you. Yeah, like he has like one of those um, like eerie, I'm going to kill you looks. Mm-hmm. And he's just staring at us. It's not like. He's not saying anything. He's not saying like hi. He's not he's like. He's not talking to anyone on the inside. He's not even like looking around and like make it not less awkward. All. He's just staring us down. So I'm like, we're going to die. Yeah. And then the shitty thing is, is that we now have to wait for our elevators, which never work. No, I think why I said like let's take the stairs. Yeah. Like so I was did like, we I'm end not... up taking the stairs. Yeah, of course you did. Like, I'm not waiting for this creepy fat no, guy. No, but that was the thing. We were already waiting at the side. Yeah, yeah. Where the elevators were, exactly. but because they take forever, we're yeah. not going to wait there while this creepy man no. just like hauntingly looks at us. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, okay, I'll, I'll risk it for the biscuit down <laughs> the stairs. Then we walked down the stairs. And he just stood there. He yeah. didn't say shit, though. Didn't say shit. And so he, like, ran back downstairs. Meanwhile, we're going to go see a movie about a murderous guy with split personality disorder. Yeah. So I'm like, who? What? why wouldn't there be someone like that Obviously. living on our floor? Okay. So then we get down, and I think the Uber driver called you and said he was here. Yes. So we go down, and we... I see his license plate. Yeah, we walk outside. We see the car, but we see no one's inside the car. Then we see, like, maybe four or five feet away, just some dude smoking. Yeah. And I think we've all stared at each other. And we all just kind of assumed that was him. Yeah, but then, then the next thing happened. And then we're looking at him. And I think you went like, "Oh, hi," and he's like, "Oh, are you looking for your Uber?" No, drive? I didn't even say yeah. it. We were just like, I think I said like, "Oh, I don't wonder where he is." Yeah. And then he's like, "Oh, are you looking for your driver?" Yeah. He went to take a piss around or in the, the corner. corner. <laughs> and so I was like, "Uh, like, what do you say to that?" And this is where I'm like. I was kind of like, well, I'm definitely giving you one star. Yeah. That's fucking disgusting. Yeah. Right? But then he's like, there was like, you know what a comedy is all about? Timing. Right? To me, he waited too long to make it not a joke. Yeah. So then he waited maybe three beats when he should have waited a beat and a half. Yeah. He's like, oh, I'm just joking. I'm your driver. And he's just like, oh, can I just finish up my my cigarette? And so then I'm like, okay, we called an Uber. Yeah. Like, and he had like a 4.6 rating. Yeah. Which I'm like, in today's world of surge pricing and Uber, like, I don't know if you guys, if any listeners take Uber these days, but since they've done their interface update, like their UX has changed and UI, I'm not enjoying the Uber experience in terms of the app anymore because I find a lot of drivers have really shit ratings where like, and not shit, but like, there's a really not big difference standard. between, well, and yours. Right? There's not there's a pretty big difference between four point eight and like four point five. Can I ask you a question? Go. Where'd you get that from? You. Exactly. You're high maintenance. Right? But it's true. So for instance, I feel like this guy was like a four point six. Ooh, yeah, I won't right? mess with a four point six. So we get in like he finishes his cigarette, we're kinda of loitering outside <laughs> his car, right? He's not speaking, we're not speaking. Yeah. Then we get into the car and I felt like there was something weird about the drive as well. Like Either he wasn't the best driver. No, he was kind of weaving in and out. Weird turns and like he kind of like he would like hug other cars so much so that when we pulled in front of like Scotiabank Theater, he almost like reamed the guy in front of him Mm -hmm. getting out and like I felt like he went through like a red light to get there. So already it's like these weird personalities and like weird people we're seeing on our way to go see a movie about a weird person. For sure. So that was those experiences. Like, I guess that's the sponsorship. Are those weird yeah. people? I will say, though, like, John and I have zero luck with personality. So we equally could have been a full moon. We yeah. could have died that night. Exactly. And so that is our sponsorship of the week. Sponsorship of the week. Wow, wow, wow.
which leads us into our Fastbender rating. Ooh. So why don't we, do you want to talk about Split? Yeah, okay, so for those of you guys who haven't seen the film Split or read anything about it, it stars, as we said earlier, James McAvoy. James McAvoy, a.k.a. James um, Macca, your boy. <laughs> a.k.a. what's his face? Professor uh, Prof- X. Professor X in X-Men, or in the new series of X-Men. And so the premise is about three girls are kidnapped by a man with a diagnosed 23 distinct personalities. They must try to escape before the apparent emergence of a frightful new 24th personality. Ooh, so outside of James McAvoy, was there anyone else famous in that film? Uh, M. Night Shyamalan played oh, yeah. a v- video guy. Ralph. I'm sure that old lady was someone famous. Oh, yeah. And this is, again, this is weird thing. Oh, we, yeah. We, Dexter. To- we just randomly uh, started watching season one of Dexter. Mm-hmm. And in season one of Dexter, there's this guy. I forget what his character's name is. But there's a guy who has, like, a two-episode arc where he gets mistaken for the ice truck killer. Yeah. I haven't seen this guy since. or something. Yeah. I haven't seen this guy since before or after Dexter. He just has this small yeah. part. And guess uh, guess who, lo and behold, has a big part in this movie split? The fucking weird guy from Dexter. Which is Bananas. He's clearly gained a lot of weight as well. And the other guy who was in it is the guy from House of Cards with the long curly hair. Who? Uh, her her dad. He oh. was also in The Office. Weird. No, House of Cards. No, no, no I'm looking at the oh. guy who we can't remember what his name is. He's think... also in Lost. Yeah, I remember him. I actually do remember him from... Oh, you know who he is from Lost? No. He's in the last season. When he's... As who? You remember the... Girl with black curly hair, who's like transporting there to protect John Locke, or yeah. he's one of the soldiers with her. Oh yeah. So never mind. Okay, I guess this guy is in a lot of things then. He's in like a lot <laughs> of one-offy things. You'd know I'm him. Trying to find him who he was in Dexter. He so go back to 2006 on his IMDb page. He doesn't have anything from 2006, 2008. Anyway, keep going. Uh no, that's it. That's it for famous people. Um. So either way, what did you think of the film? Should I give my fast bender? Fast bender. Yep. This is my fast bender review. Yo yo yo! How many micro fast benders do you get out of ten, boy? Damn dog, you get eight, cause that white boy crazy. Only Tucci. The toucan bird from Fruit Loops? No, the guy in Dexter, the ice truck killer. What's his name? Tony Tucci. Tony Two Chain. Yeah. Uh, the movie I give it, it's been a while now since we've seen it. I, I'm going to give it a solid 8.4. Okay. What about you? I give it mm, a solid 8.5 out of 10. Oh, damn. Go what, for it. Uh, so here's the thing. M. Night Shyamalan, mm-hmm. he's back. <laughs> yeah. He left How us long was he gone for? Years. Okay. I remember telling you, we went to go see Machete. and they pl- He did that? No, but we went to go see Machete. Mm-hmm. And they play, oh machete. They played a trailer. Remember, everyone were watching this trailer, and everyone's into it. Then all of a sudden, the graphic card comes oh, up yeah. and says, uh, "Filmed by M Night Shyamalan." Everyone started laughing. Yeah. <laughs> so it's undeniable. His first three movies, uh, Six Sense, Science. The Village, or not? So, yeah, Six Sense, Signs, and Unbreakable, classics, all very good. Mm-hmm. And then it started with Village, and then it started whatever. Yeah. Went downhill from there, right? His last movie he did before Split was. What was it? The movie about the old people. The Visit, which is what I watched. Whoa. I watched it. Why did you watch an old movie? No, it's a new movie about old people. Ew. Remember it's about the kids who go visit their grandparents, but their grandparents are like psycho killers? No. I told you I watched this. I know. Why would you watch such weird movies? <sighs> because I like scary the movies. Visit? Yeah, The Visit. 
Tell me what I got. I bet you got like a 7.6 on IMDb. This is also the most frightening picture of a person on a card. So The Visit got 6.2 out of 10 on IMDb. Oh, fuck IMDb. But it's also two siblings become increasingly frightened by their grandparents' (laughs) disturbing behavior while visiting them on vacation. This is fucking terrifying. Because you know why? Because they've never met their grandparents. But when the kids go to their grandparents' house, turns out in the end, spoiler alert, the grandparents were killed by two escaped mental patients posing as their grandparents. Whoa. So anyways, this movie, Bananas. maybe it's not highly rated, but it mm-hmm. killed at the box office. The Visit? Yeah. Oh. It grossed a lot of money. Wow. So anyways, that was his one of his big comeback movies. And now mm-hmm. Split, I think it got really good ratings. It did amazing at the box office. Right. And it's just an overall cool story. So I liked, I liked how it was written. That was directed well. Obviously, the main guy, James McAvoy, mm-hmm. does an amazing job because he's playing 24 different people. Mm-hmm. And at the end, this isn't a spoiler, but you got to figure at one point, he's going to go back and forth between all these characters, right? Mm-hmm. Which he does masterfully. Mm-hmm. The young chick's in it, very good. The old lady in it, very good. Oh, see, I didn't like the old chick in it. I thought she was the only one who took me out of the role. No, I was digging her. No, that's because you always like old baddie women. <laughs> right? But anyway, I just thought it was a cool original movie. Yeah. And a good take on the horror genre, thriller genre. Yeah. Uh, suspenseful. Kept Even though I knew what happened, I still thought it was really well done. I thought it was good. I think the one thing, I thought like the opening sequence alone was enough to get you like really into the series. I thought the old lady, a.k.a. the doctor in the film, was kind of like... The only person I felt like was poorly cast. She also reminded me of the old therapist in Dexter, who's like, oh, yeah. oh I'm old and British. I must be a, some sort of I must like, be psychologist. Very smart. Yeah. So I felt like that was a bit of a moot point. Fair enough. I felt like one of the personalities of, um, whatchamacallit, I can't remember what his name in the movie was. I don't know. Brian. Whatever. Brian Barry. Barry. There you go. Um... What you call it? I felt like one of his personalities. He became a little lazy because it was exactly <laughs> Professor X. Yeah. Um, but overall, I thought he did an outstanding job. I do think it's really hard to like jump in and out of those mm. personalities. But I also thought the pacing was really cool. And then the bigger storyline with one of the girls who was captured mm. um, was really interesting. Yeah, exactly. So I thought overall, I think everyone should go see it. Definitely, it's definitely worth a view, and uh, yeah, I'm down with M Night Shyamalan again. Meh, jury's out. <laughs> so I don't. The only other thing I have on my notes is this past weekend. That's it. Yeah, did we, we do a bunch of shit? No, because we saw Split two weekends ago, and then this past weekend happened. What did we do last weekend? Split. No, the previous weekend. Split. That was Split. So one of the cool things we had um, this week that everyone should go check out in. Any city across, if you live in Montreal, Toronto, or Vancouver, or if you're one of our lucky listeners who um, live in the States or anywhere because they have an amazing mobile app, is um, the retail store Frank and Oak, which hails out of Montreal. I was wearing Frank and Oak today at work. I said it earlier. Um, They were hosting an event. Um, closed off for a bunch of different people from in the industry. And fortunately enough, John and I got to attend, which was awesome. And so it was really cool to go into their uh, store location on Queen Street. For those of you guys who haven't seen it, um, that store is really cool because it's kind of a community hub for everything. And especially like the store just started a women's collection, but it typically caters to men 
probably age about like 20 through 45, I will say, unless you're like um, an older senior stud kind of thing who wants to dress a little bit more uh, funky. But inside the store, they're really cool in the respect that it becomes a place where you want to hang. So there's like a cafe and then there's also a barber shop in there and like a lounge area. So it was really cool. Um, They had like a DJ. They had like a catered. They had a bunch of drinks and stuff. And you basically got to do like a private shopping event. Oh, damn. In the location, which was awesome because John shopped there before. I got a bunch of outfits from Frank and Oak. So, but I thought it was cool. Like one of my friends um, from work, he also came and he basically bought like a whole new wardrobe as well. So for those of you guys who haven't checked it out, um, go try and see the experience in real life. Um, but then also check out their Frank and Oak app on the app store. Yeah, I have it. It's actually really handy and easy. You can check out all their cool outfits and hmm. stuff. So I also think it's like it's funky because it's like cool for creative millennials kind of thing. And so for those of you guys who are like young creative professionals, they really do make like really cool, chill clothing that's reasonably priced. Yeah. Why do you right? think I feel like such a boss coming out of Sobeys? <laughs> like a boss. So that was a fun event. But yeah, partying on a Wednesday evening is always difficult. Yeah. So what did you do uh, Saturday, this past Saturday? Saturday. Family Day weekend. Oh, yes. Yeah. So only, I think it's only in Ontario and BC. There's Family Day in Canada. Mm. Um. So Ontario has this holiday, as does BC, called Family Day weekend. I think it's President's Day in America. I think so. And then it's like Islander Day somewhere else. What? In like PI or something. And so um, the one piece. cool thing is, is that... Because it's been a long beginning of 2017, it was nice to get a break in February because other than that, you don't really have any holidays, right? We wouldn't have anything if we didn't have something in February till April. Right. Right? Because we're no longer students and we don't get March break off. Student Uh, of life. Hard knock life. Mm. Um, And so this weekend, we decided to say like- To do everything. To do everything twice, essentially. (laughs) Um, so we had my family, which we thought was only supposed to be my eldest brother and our niece, Savannah, who's two, come downtown, but it ended up being my whole family came in the end, which was like a little, a little stressful. Oh yeah. Six adults, two little kids under the age of four. In our two bedroom apartment. With uh, your dad putting up our big mirror in our bedroom. So it's like kind of a construction zone. Yeah. And so it's just like, it's a lot to come by. And what we didn't say is that on Saturday already, we were having a party at night. And so it was like, okay, we bought like food and drinks and stuff for the nighttime. So I didn't really want to serve all that stuff for the no. daytime because then we'd have to go back to Loblaws. Yeah, exactly. Again, um, but did you have fun in the afternoon? Yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was really nice to your dad to come and put up our mirror, which is like a really big, uh, I don't know what kind of mirror it is. but It's like a dresser mirror, but it's yeah. ginormous. So it's ginormous. So it was nice that he came down to put that up, and it was good to have like Savannah down here mm-hmm. for the first time. And it's always fun walking downtown with like a two-year-old. I was going to say, the one thing John and I, like clearly we said in season 13, go listen to the podcast, we've had some odd fucking encounters. With hobos, with hobos showing us their the assholes. And so you always run the risk when you're walking with people who don't, frequent downtown yeah you know we haven't brought savannah downtown before we don't want to have like a a shitty situation where they don't bring her downtown anymore so we're leaving our place and we're walking down the street with our niece who's two years old who's not really more than a foot and a half pretty small she's pretty tiny she's a little girl she's a little tiny girl with pigtails and a pink coat yeah and we're walking down the street and who do we run into 
the world's nicest hobo. <laughs> yeah. And it can always swing both ways. Yeah, you but never like, know. You never know. Like, are, is he going to just, like, jump out and show us his butt? But, like, or is <laughs> he going to be like, you have a great day, sweetie. Yeah, he's like, like, you have a great day, sweetie. He's like, I'm a father and a grandfather <laughs> yeah. and a great-grandfather. <laughs> he clearly looked 22, so yeah. probably not, but that's awesome. At least he was nice. And so it was a really gorgeous weekend in Toronto. It was, like, way above, like, um, seasonal. seasonal weather. Here, so it was, like, summer jackets and, like, going outside. And we went to this, like, Irish pub um, to, for lunch, which was yeah. awesome. And then we played some shuffleboard. That was a lot of fun. And then if you – if obviously, if you want to check out pictures of what we did, um, there was – Pimping some, your numbers. Yeah, no, but there's some – oh, I forgot what else I wanted to tell. I'll tell it after. Mm. Um, what do you recall it? There's some pictures on Instagram of our family day weekend. Yeah. So we did that Saturday afternoon. So yeah. that was from maybe 10 till 3. Mm-hmm. And then from 3 till 3.45, you took a quick nap. Yeah, I powered nap the hell out of it. Because then we had everyone coming over for the hockey game, so Battle of Ontario. Battle of Ontario, which was always super fun. Um, Sens are doing really well. Even the Leafs are doing pretty decent. So it's pretty awesome because it's like the first time in years I've been told that it's actually like a good competition. Yeah, because when you didn't, back in the day, you before you watched Ottawa hockey... Ottawa and the Leafs were actually both pretty good. Ottawa was always technically the better of the teams. Mm-hmm. But every year we faced the Leafs in the playoffs, Ottawa would get mm-hmm. knocked out, which always sucked. So yeah. anyways, that's history. And I would also history. say that it's like the one thing that's cool is that for Ottawa Senators, it's like we have a new coach, right? So it's like somebody who hasn't experienced our team. There's a lot of injuries on our team. For the Leafs, even though we couldn't care less about the Leafs, it is a Fuck rookie team. Fuck the Leafs. But it is a rookie team, right? Yeah. So it's pretty cool it's pretty that impressive. they are getting super far with, like, essentially all 19-year-old new players. Yeah. Um. So we had Maneri, Andrea, um, Bati Man, yeah. uh, Chris, and Becca mm. over All Friends of the Podcast. Um. And so it was really awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sends one. Um. But it was a really good game. I think we were in and out of the game, and I think yeah. for the most part, I may have been the most into the game. Probably. Um. We had a uh, very cool memorabilia around the room, which was awesome. Yeah, we had flags and foam fingers and Dion Phaneuf's big forehead face and Carlson's less Car- big head face. Exactly. And we had food, drinks, pizza, all all the good things you would all want to have when you're a host in a party. Um, but the one funky thing was um, we've obviously had Sean, Chris, and Becca on the podcast before. But one of the people who listens to the podcast we've never had on the podcast before is Maneri. And mm. so for those of you guys who don't know, um, Maneri and I went to kindergarten together. Damn. And so we went to elementary school together. We went to high school together. We didn't wow. go to university together. But we've remained friends, and I would argue we almost got closer after we graduated school. Yeah. Um, and so him and his lovely wife, Andrea. What's a waif? Um, what? You said a lovely waif. A lovely wife. Like a wafer cookie? No, she's obviously, she's super skinny, so maybe a waif, <laughs> but in the best possible way. Um, so they've wanted to be on the podcast, and what mm. really is cool about them is they just came back from a really awesome two-month um, vacation um, traveling around Southeast Asia, and they told us a bunch of stories previous to us recording the 605 remote. But what I always think is interesting, and John and I always joke about this because we do travel a fair bit, yeah. and Mike always takes the piss out of us because hmm. he's always like, "Oh, do you guys want to hang?" Unless you're off traveling the globe somewhere. I'm right. like, you just traveled the globe. But the other thing is, is that John and I always think competitively 
whenever we do anything. And it's like, how much of an awesome couple are we? And yeah. could we beat you on The Amazing Race? And short answer is yes. Long answer, hell yes. <laughs> so yeah. here is our 605 remote. Um, for all those listeners um, not in North America, I hope this actually resonates in the country you hail from or if you've actually traveled here to these locations. Hope you enjoy it. 605 remote. This got 605 remotes. You're a fool for this one, baby. Coming to you. <laughs> okay, coming to you live from our family room. This is a 605 remote for the new season 14 of Live at 605. I am sitting with John, Sean, Becca, Chris, Minari, and Andrea. And we are doing. Sends rule. <laughs> Sends rule. We're here for the Battle of Ontario. If you're listening to this, the Sens may have already won the Stanley Cup. <laughs> yeah. so, Spoilers. Spoiler, Spoiler alert. alert. Um, but what we wanted to discuss, because we haven't had a good 605 remote in a while. Not since Gilmore Girls. Not since Gilmore Girls, where we went off the rails, right? But um, I wanted to discuss some traveling um, scenarios because all friends here, minus Tesla, is still traveling right now. But we have a lot of couple friends here who have gone on recent trips, bigger trips, if you will, with their significant others. And I'd love to understand the dynamics of which you guys travel together, plan your trips together. And then do you feel like you guys could be contestants on the amazing race together? It's a lot you're putting out there. It is. Right it is. Now. It's so the so down. Yes, no, maybe. Depends on the what you guys don't know is that whenever John and I do anything, I'm always like, yo, John, are we doing this in the most ultimate, awesome way possible? Yeah. And do we feel like we could beat anyone else in a competition? We as we say, do? hell, hell yes. yeah. Hell yeah. So you guys think you could beat us? 100%. Hell yes. We also feel like we could travel very seamlessly with you guys. Okay. Yeah. So we're complimenting <laughs> you and we're talking shit. <laughs> isn't it? I don't. For instance, when we played volleyball with you guys, it was like, could we beat you guys in volleyball? I think they did. We did. Yeah, but it was that, it was that one guy got super competitive oh, yeah, with Jeremy. Jeremy. Yeah. Jeremy. Okay. Really good so I don't know. Okay. So I don't know where you guys want to start. Oh, if you want to start. I heard there's a good uh, shit story. Yeah, there's a good bird shit story. Again. It's you. <laughs> oh. <okay. laughs> no pressure. I'll tell it to Sean. Yeah. Really okay. It's <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 our third time here. I know a guy who might want to hear it. <laughs> Listen, all of Cambodia wants to hear your shit story. <laughs> yeah. So. It's his favorite story of two months in Asia. <laughs> Basically, we were very afraid of mosquitoes the entire time we were there. So, like, you cover yourselves in, like, DEET and whatnot. And anytime you would just get the inkling that something was on you, it would just, like, it would set off, like, a, an alarm in your body. And you would just get so shocked. And basically, we were walking down the street in Thailand. And so you scared yourself shitless. <laughs> <laughs> See, none of us had that reaction. Yeah. Well, a better story. <laughs> yep, yep. So we're walking down the street in Thailand, and Andrea felt something on her arm. So she's like, what the hell is that? And she went right away immediately to swat it, thinking it was a mosquito that rubbed was going to give right her in, a yeah. dengue. And she rubbed bird shit. <laughs> and then afterwards, she's looking at her hand. Oh, that blue and I'm dying on the street. Yeah, and he's like, he's like taking photos. That like, is my favorite moment. Of this whole trip. It's got a thousand uh, likes. Yeah. Okay, so the entire two months of you guys traveling, how do you feel? Like, was do you each take a role when you travel? Like, one person's like the organizer. One is like 
the follower. One is like in charge of like money. Money. Flair, like or... what? What does that look like? Um, I think that I like dominate. It <laughs> 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 just goes along. Go on. I feel it's a smart. No, thing. I think that I'm just too. I'm too much of a control freak. Like I like to think that I'm really nice and easygoing, like just go with the flow. But when it comes down to it, be like, okay, where are we going in the next week? I'd be like, oh, I don't know, wherever you want to go, but I really want to go this <laughs> And then Mike takes over with like the logistics, so he'd be like, oh yeah, I'll, he'll sit there researching every TripAdvisor review wow. ever written for the world yeah, and yeah. like looking up everything. I'm just like, yeah, you know, here's my list of ten ideal situations. And he'll figure it out. So it's a wow. perfect system for me because I just listen. Do you actually? Like, do you do you actually make a list? No, just like a verbal list. Here's my transcribes it. And I'll just I'll brainstorm and he picks out. That's, that's, that's gold. So it's pretty good for me. So like, did you realize though that, that is your role in the traveling adventure with Andrea? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah, you did. Like, you want to minimize conflict when you travel with people, because it's supposed to be enjoyable, Definitely. right? Yes. And someone's always going to take charge, right? And that person's going to be Is that what you do with right. me? You want to minimize no, conflict? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe you won't say it as outright. Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. We've, we've traveled successfully. Yes, we have. With there's only conflict. been, there's only, only Barcelona was like... This, this That's because you took us to the ghetto yeah. to find a graveyard. <laughs> and we almost... It was so pretty when we found it. <laughs> There's this graveyard. Yeah, anyways, it, it was a graveyard. <laughs> it's, a, it's a graveyard. It's really romantic. It was a graveyard on the side of the hill. Got thousands yeah. of weird shit. So we went yeah, to that Why are graveyards tourist destinations? I don't know. It was a beautiful this, this one was actually on a, on a hill. Cliff. It was on a cliff. And, and so you had to hike to it. And then yeah, we took the subway somewhere. We got out. And it was literally like the ghetto. And, and some guy no in one Spanish spoke English. just kept like, get out of yeah, here. someone's get just like kind of pointing us to like get out of here. Really? Like, okay. Like, we don't know how to hail a cab. <laughs> With all these things. Keep going. <laughs> that was a good story. Yeah. Like, <laughs> would have been better if someone shit on one of us. Would have been a better <laughs> someone, someone. Or something. Maybe the guy that's that pointing you is he's like, don't, don't come. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> shitting today. Okay. But yeah, so someone has to take charge. Okay. And where it gets the most issue laden is when nobody really knows what to do mm-hmm. right so if you're lost somewhere like yeah. in japan you get lost you can't read any of the directions yeah. is there a lot of english speaking people there or is it all uh, in, J- in tokyo Eng- not as not many much. as yeah so like when it gets to that point and you both want to take charge because you like i know that andrea doesn't know what she's talking about and yeah. she knows i don't know right. what about. that's where the conflict none of us learn yeah. japanese and we're both like so, angry. so i know you're yeah, yeah, okay, your way through this yeah. exactly so that that's where things get dicey right? yeah. <laughs> yeah. was it dicey in bangkok at all like, uh i don't know about well Bangkok just is like a whole a whole bunch of like weird sketchy situations Um, but not like you don't have the same issues of like people not speaking English I found in like Thailand Cambodia and Vietnam there's a lot of English speakers just because they're so touristy but in Japan because it's like first world country and they're like we don't need you Tourists, yeah, like we foreigners, yeah. So they don't without you. Yeah, they don't exactly. So we developed, we coined a term called getting white man. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So like when you go to Japan, they basically look at you and like give you that look, like 
Yeah. Like, you're you're white man. end up on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. We'll change names. This racism will not end up on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. so then we were subjected to racism, and now really? I'm extending that racism to the people. Of <laughs> <laughs> to all of the people of Japan. In this circle of life. In, it was funny that like I thought we would have the biggest trouble navigating like anything in all these third world countries, but it was like in Japan where we'd get into a restaurant and they would just nobody would serve you. Whoa. They'd be like, mm. yeah, or they or some the one person that spoke English would come over and be like, yeah, we don't, we're full. Yeah, we had one yeah. time where we walked into a restaurant and there were three people sitting there and so many vacant tables and we just came in and they were like. Sold out. <laughs> what? <laughs> that is crazy. So we just turned yeah. around and went And we felt yeah. like, okay, sorry. Yeah, we're sold out. Like, like, oh my god. Funny. Wow. Okay, wait. What is the dynamic then when you guys travel? Chris and Becca. I like when Becca does the planning. He's <laughs> <laughs> saying this because the last time we traveled was for my brother's wedding, which was in Alberta. And so... I was the trip advisor person who read every review on everything, and each day I planned two things how we were going to get everywhere. Yeah. Um, so this Brilliant. time, Chris is planning our trip to Portugal, and he's yeah. not enjoying the planning. Oh, and no. I am so looking forward to going. <laughs> this is going to be like a mystery trip. Well, the problem is because like I like reading all the trip advisors, and I like doing all that. So. Yeah. But it's exhausting to do that when you're trying to plan for yourself. So it's way better to just sit back and be like, whatever you want to do, as long as you plan it, which is brilliant. We went to yeah. we went to your brother's wedding. So I want that to happen again. I can't wait till the next trip, but it's your turn. <laughs> <laughs> it depends on the stakes, though, man, because, yeah. like, it's high in, stakes. In, high, well, it's, in Port, Portugal's a very developed yeah, yeah. country. Like, yeah. Alberta's obviously part of the developed country, yeah. right? So... I was so into the trip of it. It's not something I enjoy doing. It's like, I don't want to end up in a dump. Like I want to come yeah. back with all my organs. Yeah. 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 Like, no one, but don't you guys like, no like, I'm me. a big fan, like, John and I do this, where John will be looking at things we've actually put in on itinerary, and I'll just start wandering. No, you, you'll, yeah. pick, you'll pick places to go, and I'll Google map how Every to get from, like, different directions. Like, okay, we're going here. This is how we subway. This is how we walk. This is how where it I'm like, goes. We'll figure it out. I'm like, no, I need to know, like, an exact walking no. plan. I'm like, we'll just, like, We'll just go with the flow. See where life takes yeah. us. That takes us to a ghetto in Barcelona. That's the thing, right? <laughs> yeah, it was. Look at the memories we had. You're safe. You have all your limbs. That's true. <laughs> I guess. That's, that's, I guess. I guess. Yeah. But there's only four of them, right? Like you don't want to take that risk that you're gonna lose one of your yeah. limbs. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that can only happen. That's like part of the times. fun. I don't know. I think like having you need to have some structure, especially when you're in a completely foreign land yeah. where you don't speak the language and like I think it's important to have at least some direction where you're like okay we have an idea of like the area we know we yeah. don't want to go here because there's been shootings or yeah, something happening need, yeah. That's fair. but like that. once you get there it's fun to not have you know like yeah. okay we're going to this restaurant and then we're going there like you need to have some yeah. spontaneity I guess I guess, yeah, I so, guess. so I think it's a good mixture like to have one person yeah. that likes to be when we went really to San Francisco, I was like, let me look up what the really bad area is. Yeah. Which like, let's go there. And I was like, let's go there. Yeah. I was like, let's stay away from Tenderloin. This is the area. And I was like, let's go to Tenderloin. <laughs> but I knew like the exact area. I'm like, okay, we gotta go to this area. That's what I was like. Oh, like, like Tenderloin. Tenderloin, that's their kind <laughs> <get> delicious. <laughs> that's, what, that's, a, that's what they say. <laughs> <laughs> that's what they say oh when you walk God. in, they look at you. Delicious. Let's go, let's go, let's go. We gotta go. I think. It's all circumstantial. Yeah. So, so <laughs> no, before this, before you pressed record, um, you were talking some smack that you thought you guys would win in Amazing. Oh yes. Wait, wait. Okay, hold that thought, Sean. How do you Tesla travel? Oh yeah, there's, there's more. 
Uh, well, the common theme, I think, with everybody <laughs> is that one person is the organizer and the other yeah. person kind of yeah. just goes along with it. Uh, Tesla is definitely the organizer, like, went to... Really? When we went to, yes, yeah, so when we went to Eastern Europe, mm-hmm. uh, like, I was, mind you, I was busy, but, like, Tesla came up with, like, broke it down by city, nice. like, itinerary, like, day-by-day day day itinerary with, like, different options of things we could do, maps to all those locations, like, addresses, wow. telephone numbers, like, it was, it was, it was really well done. That's a good one. blood bank. So, 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 I was so impressed, actually, that, uh, when, like, when she showed this to me, like, it was all, like, nice and folders and yeah. I took a picture and sent it to my friend, yeah. Alan, oh, who, nice. who's, like, similarly, like, organized yeah. and, and likes that kind of like structure or whatever it is like yeah. and like he texts me back and he's go he goes wow i'm impressed and a little aroused <laughs> <laughs> see i like that i like to think it's like i feel mm. i'm very organized but there's an yeah. element of like meh we're just like let's yeah. see where the day takes us yeah like when we did our europe trip i let you i'm like yeah wherever you want to go you plan mm-hmm. the places i don't like I also just didn't really want to do the research, I think, at the time. <laughs> I was like, book the flights, book John the hotels. John was already stressed yeah. out that we were like, I was stressed out pulling all of our vacations. <laughs> yeah. But I was like, yeah, I trust you. And then once I know where we're going, yeah. then I'll map out how we go yeah. from place to place. And yeah. fact, who says you can't do five countries in ten days? Oh, we did a lot of traveling. <laughs> that was a busy one. Right? That was a lot of traveling. Okay, so back to your question. Yeah. Who why, do you, why do you think you guys would be so much better at Amazing Race than us? Okay, first of all. How <laughs> did you hear this? Because it's a lie. What? And, and you're lying to whoever is listening right now. Okay, so I, I feel like John and I would kick ass on the Amazing Race Yeah. for multiple reasons. How many languages can you speak? Uh, barely she, one. She, no, <laughs> that's yeah. a problem right there. You speak. You speak. You can get by. I can get by with French. I can't, but I'd be the driver. She's the navigator. Yeah. So I'm. We driving. are really good with that, yeah. and we yeah. can split. I think one, this is half the battle. One point two five languages. No, no, no. Go. So. Okay, I think Listen, a lot. Did you, of... you guys? Did you guys drive when you were in Europe? Uh, Miranda did. I tried to switch off with France. So another check mark for me. I drove in your house. Yeah, but that's not fair. I asked to be on the insurance with Miranda, and Miranda would have let me drive the car because we kept circling this fucking mountain in ex Provence. Provence. Yeah. You did drive. Yeah, you did. Right? Because even I drove one night. Yeah. Oh, me, I did drive. There we go. Yeah, you did drive. Bad memory. Check it the memory game is always the final challenge. Okay, we drove in Aruba. I drove in Aruba, but in, when I was living in England, I drove in Gloucester when we went to go okay. shoot a documentary. So that I definitely remember driving. Right. Does anyone know how to drive stick shift? <laughs> yeah, I don't think oh, you well, do. That's, that's a big advantage. Yeah, not well, but I can do it. Did you have? Wasn't the not well? Not well. Okay, I know. Oh, I know. No, that's why I'm. Oh well, I'm get, I, I'll get us there. Once you get into the high gear, you just go. You just, <laughs> just like, go, baby. Slow it. down. Okay, here's the thing. Go. If it's we, someone else's car, it doesn't matter. I know. I don't care. Grab that shit. shit. It doesn't matter. We only recently started watching The Amazing Race, and it is for the love of getting Richard and Alan on like the oh series God. together. Is like my oh goal God, in life, right? Because I feel like that's the best television in it in itself. Having said <laughs> that, some of the things we've learned is that. The couples that don't succeed are the ones who can't split the driving and navigating. Like, one is really solid in one aspect, but can't flip over. Right? Mm -hmm. John and I, I feel like we could do both. Okay. Right? That's one. Secondly, I feel like when push comes to shove, we have both, like, the physical power to, like, do the strength challenges and, like, just, like, the physical exertion challenges and then, like, the 
um, strategy <laughs> mental like challenges. But what about the food challenges? I'll do it. <laughs> just all I'll just do it. Just do Don't it. Worry, John. Just, John will do it too. When push comes to shove, John will do it. I might be a bit of a picky eater, but if it's coming down to like eat, a million dollars, yeah, I'll, John just, will do I'll just put it in my mouth. So. Yeah. <laughs> Becca, I'm gladly I, I put it in there. What do? First off, Becca and I, go. We have multiple languages between the two. Yeah, multiple. Yeah. Oh, right. English, French, 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 right. French and Portuguese. Okay. Fluent. Okay. Spanish, we can like get by, and that's like most of the countries in the world. Right? <laughs> those, those three, those three, and it will get will get you to most of the places they take you to. Yeah. So we got that covered. Two, I can go a whole day without eating, drinking, peeing, or anything. Oh. I can go I the can whole day without peeing as well. Nonstop. I I need very little sleep, See. so I'm like same with I'm me. Good, I'm good. I need to, I need to eat though. I'll get cranky if I don't eat. See, so I'm you're like John. John's already in trouble. Yeah. Wait, I'm with John now. Yeah, so you, I need to eat the places yeah. that you're not eating. Yeah, I need to eat. I'll give you. I'll give you my yeah. food. You'll be fine. <laughs> Any challenge that involves something gross, I have no sense of smell, so I can deal Ooh. with all. What happens if it's smelling challenge? Yeah, then Becca does it. No, what, you but sometimes she did the last you challenge. have to There's never been a smelling challenge once on Amazing Races. <laughs> I don't have the knowledge of I don't need to know races. that. But there's a lot of times, like, eat this thing that looks disgusting and looks like it probably smells disgusting, no problem. I'll eat that and I'll love it. What That's, if they say, follow the scents of the cows? Yeah. They never do that. <laughs> follow what if they do? 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 What because you can't smell it. Yeah, but I can eat it. <laughs> so I can. I have no problem with the food challenges. <laughs> the food challenges aren't smell this food. It's like eat this disgusting thing in like okay. two seconds or less. Right there is how the challenges. Memory challenges. We play games all the time our whole life. Texture. <laughs> Texture is a big thing for you in food, isn't it? Yeah, I can texture it with my tongue. No, no, but I'm saying that like, what you have something fuck? that has a gross texture. Oh, I see. It gives you the reaper. I thought you were okay, saying that there's some kind of a texture challenge. <laughs> <laughs> like, I can't touch No, but like... <laughs> always Where do I put my tongue? <laughs> <laughs> I feel this texture in my business. You always put your... Um, sense of smell and like you realize that as being a weakness and That's then true. you assume that you just swat analysis your is at a higher yeah. like like that sense picks up more because I, you can't smell all right we'll give that it we'll give we'll put that in the wash it might be <laughs> <anyway, laughs> would you would you you turn someone do you screw people well, over yeah i would definitely yeah i turn these guys like that only would i turn people i would lie fuck them up in the middle of the night like, I would like when they're sleeping. I would cut into their shoes. So the rubber, rubber soles would come off. I fuck up their shoelaces. Yeah. I would like I take air out of their tires. Like there's like. I think you wanted more than us. So and and so Becca, obviously you wouldn't Becca, tell me about any of this Becca, stuff. There's no, exactly, no way that I would do exactly. any of that. So when Becca's getting her full night's sleep that she needs, <laughs> I'm out there getting less sleep, just flashing all the tires. All of a sudden it's like morning. Like Becca, let's go pick that car. Why that car? Just fuck it. Look at trust me. <laughs> That's the car. You know, you know what? You know what? You'd get car. to the finish line, you'd win, and Beck would be like, "No, I can't. In good chances. Second prize. Oh, I oh. forfeit winning the amazing race. Oh, I can't fucking John and Val. Here you go. Yeah, I, yes. I can't tell her. Like I have to keep this a secret for yeah, her, which forever. Is probably not. Forever. Forever. What do you think yeah, your fairness advisor would say, Chris? My fairness advisor would be. Probably give me a rubber stamp yeah. at some point. Okay, so if both you guys were on the amazing race, so this happened to Mike and I when we were in Cambodia. You said you have yeah. listeners in Cambodia. Mm-hmm. So after our tour of um, Angkor Wat, yeah. our tour guide, like it was now dark, mm-hmm. he drives us 
back to like wherever we were picking up a train or a car. I don't know how we got back. But anyways, he was driving us back. Mm -hmm. Maybe to our hotel. I don't remember. So it's dark. He's like, oh, I have one last stop for you. And it's just us in the back of his car. He goes into this like side street. Yeah. It's like a bunch of little huts, mm. you know, like Cambodia's big mm. on street food and stuff, but this is off off a highway, like mm. in a sketchy little neighborhood. Yeah. He's like, hold on one second, leaves the car. We're sitting in the car, we're like, what the hell Whoa. is going on? So imagine you're an amazing race. You didn't take the car? No, no, no. No, no. You're back in anchor So he like leaves the car for like five almost ten minutes. It was quite a long time. Comes back and he has like a bag, like a little plastic bag. Yeah. Can't see it because we're in a car with like the shitty little light. And he takes out his binder with all the pictures that he had been, you know, showing us like for the tour. Yeah. Brings the binder out, empties this plastic bag of things onto the binder. It's insects. Oh. It's all of those like, the you know, they fry, dead. they're dead, okay. but like fried insects. They're yeah, huge, they're like this big. Whoa. Crickets, Whoa. like, like maggot looking things, Whoa. like little worm things Gross. that are just. Mm. What? Gross. Gr- yeah, ugh, gross. Ugh. And he just brings it out to us. He's like, hey guys. They're so, delicacies. Yeah, he was like, so some of the people I've given tours to, you know, say that they want to have like a real taste of Cambodia. So here you go. Here you Did go. you eat them? No. Kicked off the amazing. Yeah, exactly. So that would be like <laughs> if some yeah. guy if just like poured a bag of. If you eat this like cricket head. Yeah. That's a different conversation. You're up for a million dollars. But this was for free. This was for zero dollars. And he just like had them in front of our face. And he was like, so here you go. Some people want to try it. Do you want to try it? And he like showed us how to eat it too. How do you eat it? You eat the head first. It's nasty. And you like pull out the thing and it's just hanging. I thought you just crunched the shit out of it. And he's like, it tastes like peanuts. But apparently it was a not very appetizing looking, but would you guys do that? Yeah. Think of all the if so, if yeah. that whole scenario happened, where like you're not going up to the cart to pick it out yourself, you're not seeing. Somebody like, just brings you a. They just bring bag it in like a plastic a bag. bag and mm-hmm. drop it on a binder. <laughs> I was worried about insulting him. If I That's what know. I was thinking. Like, oh, I'm yeah. sure he wasn't insulted. At no, all. no, he. No, I would have been the person like, I really want to try it. Fence mechanism like. Instead of insulting him, was basically just to keep on saying, "Oh, maybe I don't know." It's just kind <laughs> yeah. of the change. And he was like, "Don't worry about it." And at that point, he's like, "All right, if that's your decision, then you know we're <laughs> yeah. not going to eat the insects." <laughs> yeah. Oh God. But would you guys have eaten them for real? You would have. In real life, probably I would have like taken a bite and put it in my napkin and. And then the thing is, oh, he maybe. also prefaced it with this because I was like, "Do you like them? Like, do you yeah. actually yeah. will yeah. I it like it?" And he was like, "Well." It's an acquired taste. Oh, That's no, what he no, first no, said. No, and then no, he no. was like, the texture's not so nice, but like, it's a delicacy, so we just eat it. And I was like, mm, like you're not really selling me on that this. That sounds okay. good. Like, there's yeah. no need to eat this. Would yeah. you? It is. I feel like you would do it. Uh, I probably would do it. Yeah. I don't think uh, I would like it. No, you yeah. just do it. I eat one of I was worried gross. about like puking in his car. It was also no, like the environment. Like you know, like we're yeah. in the back of his car. It really, it really depends on how juicy they are. Like if, yeah. they, if they, they they look juicy, I don't no, think they look, they're gonna, they're, if they look fully like black. dried out. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think I'm okay with that. Then it's going to be crunchy. We watched one episode of The Amazing Race and there was a little bat on somebody's like... Yeah, they had to eat a bat. Yeah, they had to eat a bat. 
Living? Oh. No. Catch you back. Just like a baby bat. Was it marinated? No, it is not a marinated. It may have been charred up or something. It's like a charred bat. Oh, yeah. Okay. But you see, so it's like his wing. He saw his wing in his fur. You see his wing and all this. It was gross. Fur? Yeah. I don't think there's fur. Yeah, on his body. They're not feathers, so what else would they be? No, I thought they like they like. They didn't skin them. Yeah, it's like eating a rabbit. I don't want to eat a rabbit. Okay, but it's like the same thing. Yeah, rabbits don't have fur. Flying no, but I'm sure oh. they, they, you replace the wings for the ears, and you just like. <laughs> I picture them more like a chicken wing. <laughs> kind of bald. Okay, yeah. well, I feel like we've learned a lot. <laughs> we've learned a lot and nothing all at once. So go. Question: So when you're in uh, Southeast Asia, Cambodia. Yeah. How were the bugs there, generally speaking? Like, were they big? Did you see? Yeah, big? were they big? Any like big spiders insects? or yeah, any crazy things? <clears throat> no, oh, I don't think so. No, it was surprising. There were like I thought I would see way more of them. Did you get attacked by just... monkeys? Yes. Oh, the monkeys. Yes, they're vicious. Oh my god, I can't believe we didn't tell you. Okay, there's one story that's actually story. That's the one he gave back because he saw it on like a documentary. Yeah, I saw that on documentary. Oh, oh, it was you that. Oh, it might have been me, but I saw in a documentary the monkeys like get so smart. They're they barter back with you. They take yeah. your shit. Yeah. And they're like, they'll give it back to you if you trade for if you trade. <laughs> oh, we didn't get that far in the store in our experience. Because I but heard that the bugs aren't as bad as the monkeys, monkeys. are will yeah. come and attack you. The monkeys look like a gang. Like, yeah. like, like <laughs> yeah. evil gang. Yeah. Like, so we were at we were in Thailand in uh which one was it? Koh Lanta, and we went to the national park. And in the national park, you can ride your, like we had a motorbike. We rode the motorbike in and then you have to park your motorbike. You can't ride it around the park. Mm -hmm. So anyways, we're parking our bike and it's just like a little gravel, like pit area. And there's other bikes lined up. So we put our bike in there. And as I'm, Mm -hmm. as we're parking the bike and taking our bags off, we see a monkey drop down onto the bike right beside. And I was like, oh shit. And I was told, don't go near the monkeys. Like, don't eat your face. This is a monkey on a mission. Yeah. Yeah. Like he was ready. Yeah. He he didn't come down to say hi. No. I I understand that monkeys have really good sense of smell. Yeah. So if you have food on you. Yeah. Well, in this case, we didn't, but like. Maybe the the monkey would win amazing race. And so he just like pounced down. I dreamt like I jumped back with all of our stuff. And I was like zipping up the bag and like, oh, okay, (laughs) run away from the monkey. And so he grabs this, like the bike beside us, they had left a water bottle, a giant water bottle. It was just, I guess, in the, whatever. He opened, he picks it up, undoes the top. Starts drinking the bottle and just like threw it down. Damn, screw that. And then drove off with the bike. (laughs) 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 Almost. And then he got, so he was bored of the water. He was like, yeah, screw you. Then he hops over a couple bikes and one of the bikes had the lid, like the seat open. He opens it and he's going through this person's bag. He finds a wallet. Oh my God. Takes out the wallet and he's looking through it, like going through the wallet. At this point, yeah, tossing shit. Oh my God. He's like, ah, looking for something. What is he looking for? I don't know if he's like looking for money. Cash money. Cash money. So at this point, he just has the wallet. (laughs) Yeah. This other tourist. Looking for pictures of your children. (laughs) (laughs) So this tourist beside us, she sounded German. She was like, she was like running after the monkey. She was like, we have to stop him. That's someone's wallet. And I was like, I'm not going near yeah, it. Yeah, good call. So she's going near it and the monkey hissed at her. Oh my like, God. Like he was getting like vicious. Dude. Yeah, like London. Yeah. She like looked really like he could attack her. Whoa. And so I was like telling her, like, yeah, don't, don't go near that monkey. They're vicious. Claws. There's bruises. Yeah. 
brutal. Yeah. Oh. So, but she's really concerned. She was like, "That it's a, someone's wallet," and I was like, "Yeah, that's yeah. really terrible." That's but we can't do it. Like, so like, like we can't do anything. Like, what are you gonna get rabies to get the wallet? You know. And so, anyways, then the monkey, uh, one of the people that works at the park, runs up and like starts scaring the monkey off because I guess they know how to deal with these monkeys. But all this did was scare the monkey up a tree with the wallet. (laughs) So he has the wallet and he's like running up a tree. And Mike and I were like, "Oh shit! Like, what are we? What's happening?" Yeah. What kind of moron leaves his wallet on a motorbike? It's like, yeah. So at this point, like. Obviously, there's nothing we're going to do, right? There's, yeah. like, ten people around just, like, trying to get this monkey. We were like, this is this is messed up. Like, we're leaving. This is whatever. Yeah. So we just, like, walk off. We're like, oh, that, that sucks. Like, what, what's going to happen? So this monkey's up there in a tree with someone's wallet. We're walking off, like, just trying to look at the park, being like, yeah. oh, this is great. And we're holding all our stuff, like, so tight. So scared that the monkey's going to steal our stuff. I picked up we're on the to use his weapon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and so we walk along the beach, and we're like, Mike's picking up stones, I'm just walking along, like, looking at the pretty scenery, and this She's guy... looking at the scenery, I'm looking at how to protect ourselves yeah. from the monkey. That's yeah. a typical day of our trip. <laughs> and so Mike's on the beach, like, we're pretty far apart from each other, and he's looking at the beach, like, picking up rocks. This random guy comes up to Mike, and he was like, hey man, uh, did you see a black wallet by any chance? And Mike was like, "You got called out." <laughs> yeah, I didn't do it. Yeah. Yeah. The monkey did. It. And the so, monkey took it. and so I could sure hear, like, did. I saw it was happening. I could hear them talking about a wallet. And I walked over. I was like, "Oh my god, you had a black wallet? Was it on your bike? Whatever?" Yeah. And the guy was like, "Yeah, what? You saw it?" And I was like, "Oh my god, how did you tell him?" I was like, "A monkey took your wallet." And he was like, <laughs> he just like jaw dropped, and he was like, "No shit, like what? What yeah. do you mean?" Yeah. And like, at this point, my he probably yeah. thought we stole his wallet. So we had to stand there and tell him this whole story about a monkey stealing his wallet. And he was like ghost <laughs> he face. Went, he oh went to shock. Yeah, oh yeah. God. full yeah. shot. And this is. Did he like, try and get it back? Did he like? Do you tell him which tree the monkey? Yeah, yeah. They, they don't send out expeditions. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna find this monkey. Like, yeah. So, but this is like, like, but just this isn't like it's right beside each other. Like we had walked really far yeah. before we saw this guy, and he was coming off of like. There's a lighthouse up near this oh mountain. He was coming, and so he's like calling to his wife in whatever language, like Dutch. I don't know what they were speaking, and he was like, "Oh my god, like this, like this monkey is saying that <laughs> yeah. like, this monkey took our wallet." Let's his go. wife is like, "You're they, fucked, dude." Yeah, and they were so like terrified. And anyways, this whole time after that, like we saw them rush back, and I don't know if they got their wallet. We don't know the end of the story. But on the way back, when we were riding our motorbike, there's gangs of monkeys oh, everywhere, no. that were, like waiting around. For people driving their motorbikes. Every motorbike. five minutes you would So walk then from then would, on we were like paranoid. You would see someone dealing with a monkey issue. Like we saw a guy. <laughs> you see a guy walking around with a slingshot <laughs> yeah. and the monkey basically giving him the <laughs> Yeah. And then there so was another evil. time where like this I guess this lady had like a picnic lunch. <laughs> and a oh, monkey you're was just like, that's a problem. Yeah, yeah, that's trouble. So. And he like squatted it off the monkey took it. Let's have a nice picnic lunch. But she found the solution. She took off her shoe and went like this to the monkey. And the monkey was scared yeah. shit. So all you like, like, yeah. like they would just have slingshots with nothing in the slingshot. And they would just aim it at the monkey, and that would scare them away. Okay. Oh like we didn't know God. that at the time. So future yeah. <laughs> travelers. To Are you guys looking to go to Southeast Asia? Asia? No, we're looking to go to South Africa. Oh. God. <laughs> which yeah, which I, I actually heard a really similar like, like monkey attack story. Yes. I mean, not not stealing wallets and that sort of yeah. shit, but 
like like baboons, like when you're going, going, when you're going on like safari and all that stuff. Like you got to watch out for the fucking They'll monkeys. They'll fucking claw your face. Yeah. It yeah. sounds like the plot to Planet of the Apes right yeah. now. Like <laughs> we're living in Planet of the Apes. Yeah. <laughs> That's oh nuts. Oh my god, that terrifying. That yeah. Good on you guys. Small. That They're guy looked like he was asking for problems though. Who leaves their wallet? What if yeah, he those Hmm? What if it jumps on you? What would you have done? They told, like, they said a lot okay. of them have rabies. You tear it piece to piece. Like, what would you do? Like, I would grab it. Like, here's all my grab it. I'd grab it. throw it so hard into you the ground. You have to get yeah. a tube. <laughs> 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 what? I would slap it. But that would be an intro. No, I don't have a knife, probably. So I'm just going to slam it into the ground. He would slam it into the ground. Yeah, I grab like this so fucking hard. And then it rips, <laughs> rips your skin right off, though. Yeah, then it just lands on its feet. And goes yeah. Like, no. <laughs> no, no, you just have to like hold it. Like you can't throw it. You gotta just like hold, slam, slam it. Continue. Like holding its hand. Yeah, as you slam it down. Otherwise, it could land on its feet. Oh boy. Right. I think we're <laughs> the founder of Reddit. Let's fuck that up. Did you guys see that? The founder of Reddit. Yeah. He had a security camera outside of his house, and he had a dog that he let out to take a pee. And a freaking raccoon came and started to attack the dog. No way. So on the security camp, there's footage of this guy, and he's a famous guy because he's rich, I guess. And then he picked up the raccoon like by the scruff and thing, picked it up like this exact way Chris no tried it, and threw it down like a flight of stairs. Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, do this. Jeez. Jeez. Kill it. Yeah, I want to show you guys. Yeah. Yeah. Put it on our Apple TV. It's the body slam. Yeah, you got to. The like body slam just of do a it. Raccoon. There's a good video of a crab with a knife. Have you seen that one? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And there's a crab with a knife and it's like trying to attack people. Yeah. Oh, I think someone just put a knife in its like raw. <laughs> it's like trying to stab like, people. <laughs> Look that one up later on. That that is, that's that's brilliant. Crab with a knife. Oh my god. That's my favorite animal-related video. I've watched video. that for a long time. Okay, right, so then. I feel like that was very productive. Yeah, so fine. Totally what you were looking for. And informative. Um, yeah. The next episode, we'll play my game of kids treats. Yeah. Done. Thank you, guys. Thank that you. was 605 Remote. This got 605 Remote. You're a fool for this one, baby. Those are some good, crazy stories. I feel like it's always one of those things where we go off the rails, but people do get a little bit nervous when we say it. And then, yeah. to Chris's point... Um, what you call it? It should be one of those things where we just like record our conversations randomly anyway, like throughout any hang we have because they're always hilarious. Um, and then go from there because yeah. I feel like when we say we're recording a podcast, everyone gets a bit more nervous. Yeah, of course they do. So sometimes you just gotta be like, hey, are you guys cool doing a podcast? And you just like hit record, and, and they know they're doing it, but they don't know they're doing it. Totes my goats. So the one thing, hmm. are we done with? Saturday night. I don't want to talk about any more Saturday. Sat- no more Saturday? <laughs> I'm done. I'm over it. What else did happen on Saturday? Fuck all. Fuck all. All of y'all. Y'all um, don't like me? Blow, blow me. me. Thank you, Dr. Dre. So, Stick your tongue up in my ass. That's Gangsta Boo. <laughs> You're obsessed with this song. We'll get to that in a second. Okay, okay. I'm teasing. So what I wanted to say was, we've already said, check out John playing shuffleboard on my Instagram. Yeah. The Frank and Oak event, I have pictures on my Instagram as yeah. well. Go check it out. Had some delicious ramen Tasty. that night. Tasty. Um, but then one other event that happened the previous week was I finally got to celebrate my birthday with some work colleagues. Oh, damn. And so it was really delicious. We went to Mildred's Temple Kitchen. Mm. Um, Mildred Pierce? Not Mildred's Pierce, which is what I would have called it. Um, Mildred's Pierce Navel? No, what? Right? You have to go with navel. You're going to go pierced ears. Right? 
Think outside this, the 1992? box. 1992? Anything going clubbing? <laughs> um, what do you call it? So we went to Mildred's Temple Kitchen, which was this delicious place for brunch okay. in Liberty Village. So for those of you guys who live in Toronto, go and check it out. They have the most friggin' boss scones and really? buttermilk pancakes. They're like fucking to die for. Huh. And so it was really, really sweet. We had so much delicious food and mimosas. But John always takes the piss out of me because he's like, your birthday is the only birthday I know that lasts two months or whatever. Well, when, when's your actual birthday? Um, in December. And right when before did, Christmas. When did you celebrate this? Um, uh, in February. February. Oh, okay. February 9th. Just checking. So, but super fun. And you know what? I like being pampered. Of course you do. Right? And so I feel I deserve it. Yeah, of course you do. Nothing says happy birthday more than mimosas and pancakes. And you're just trolling trying to get 70 likes over there. Well, no. Go check it out. You guys can see. How many likes do you have on that picture? Um, 66. And you're trolling for 70 right now. Is that the thing you forgot to talk about? Yeah, but it was such a great experience. That's awesome. When, well, you know what was another great experience? What? Run the damn jewels. Ooh. So, wait. Back it up, bitch. Okay. So, in the afternoon on Sunday... Um, because we were like, oh, let's hang out again. I tried to take yet another power nap right. in the afternoon, which failed miserably. Yeah. And then Sean Batiman mm. came over and he's helping you pick out a receiver. Yeah. Because um, you got this awesome new record player for Christmas. Exactly. And we obviously want to use it because John has the most insane vinyl collection. Yeah. Um, and we moved our other record player into the music room. So we need to find a receiver to hook up basically our entire entertainment unit. Yeah. So Sean came over, and which was really awesome. We had a few beers, had some snacks. Yeah. Um, but we were so excited because John bought these Run the Jewel tickets. Um, when did you buy them? November. November, which is super awesome. They're playing the Danforth Music Hall. Mm. And I was really excited because I remember when I used to work for the music channel Ox, we did one magazine cover. Yeah. An actual story on Run the Jewels. So cool. Super cool. And I got to cut some digital content with Nicole on them. Nice. And I really liked, like, LP a lot. Like, I yeah. found him really, like, hilarious. Yeah. And so that was really awesome. And so the other thing I'm really excited for is, um, whatchamacallit, on at work we're doing this, like, playlist challenge. And I built a playlist. And two of the things on it, um, or two of the tracks on it, are by Run the Jewels. Oh, damn. Right? Which is awesome. So one is off their latest um, album, their latest uh, release, called Legend Has It. And mm. then the other one is a song with DJ Shadow. Called Nobody Speaks. Which is my favorite. What's your favorite line from that? Um, Charlie Brown, Peppermint, Patty, Linus, Linus and Lucy. Lucy. Something, something, something could make me go Little Snoopy. Snoopy. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Yeah, so I was super excited. I've been a big fan of these guys. Since their first album, RTJ, or Run the Jewels, they, they're just like... And you they, said they have a cool backstory. Yeah, because they're both these two rappers in their 40s who never really hit it big. Like, LP was an underground MC, but he never really rose to what he thought he could be. Mm-hmm. And Killer Mike came up with Outkast, and he had Outkast backing him for his first few yeah. major releases, but they didn't do anything. So, like, I've read interviews, interviews with LP where he's like, oh, he was going to give up rapping and, like, mm-hmm. figure something else out. Then all of a sudden... Someone introduced them. They met. They got along. LP ended up producing a whole Killer Mike album called R.A.P. Rap, which became critically acclaimed. Mm -hmm. And then from there, they just decided to do Run the Jewels together, which was just going to be like a one-off. Yeah. 
but it became so big that they did Run the Jewels 2, which became even bigger, which did Run the Jewels 3, yeah. which now they're like a full-blown, like, super rap group. Yeah, and so the one thing is, it's like, if you go and look at, like, obviously it's like a music video, but if you go and look at any of their concert footage, yeah. it is, like, insane. Like, yeah. it is, like, nonstop, like, adrenaline, like, rush kind of yeah. thing. Yeah, I think this is our first concert of the year, and I already knew, I already know it's going to be... Is there a first concert of the year? Well, we had that, like, Beatles thing, so I don't yeah. count that. Uh, it's their first real concert. I I already know there's not going to be a better show this year than that one. Really? Well, I mean, we have Future Islands coming up, which will we be have awesome. Future Islands. We have Wilco. Wilco will be Arkell's awesome. We have Arkells in July talk. Yeah, but I don't. I think Arkells is going to be great, mm-hmm. but it's not going to be Massey Hall. Massey great. Hall, great. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. Run the jewels in the Danforth. Mm-hmm. It's just like I, and because their new album just came out, and I'm. Yeah. Really digging their new album. Mm-hmm. I just knew. I just know it's going to be my favorite yeah. album. You were really excited. I will say that. So just before we get into like our debrief about the show, um, what you might call it. So we ended up kicking it here. Mm. We all went out for dinner to this place called Edward. The Fisherman Scoop. Nope, the Edward Burke. Edmund Fitzgerald. Yep, not even a person. No, it's <laughs> the Edmund Fitzgerald's a boat. Is it now? Yeah, because it's a song by, uh, what's his face, Gordon Lightfoot. The Wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald. Only you know that Canadian song. Right? It's a famous. Are you like one of the ten people who keeps seeing Gordon Lightfoot at fucking Massey Hall? No. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's the Wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald. It's about this, like, Canadian ship that crashed. It's a very famous <laughs> <Shocking>. story. <laughs> a famous song. Right. Okay. Right. Okay. Okay. So... Either way, um, what you're going to call it. So we went out for dinner, mm. and it was really cool because the place we wanted to go to, Allen's on the Danforth, was, like, well-packed. So we went to... Edmund Fitzgerald. Yes. And so it was a tiny little craft bar, but I thought the food was delicious. Yeah, the fr- the fries were dope. The burger was the great. The muscles Not as good as your muscles. Avi, well said. Not as good as these muscles. Ew. <laughs> right? Or the strongest muscle of all, the brain. So, uh, so we ended up kicking it there till about nine. Yes, yeah. Right, and so Sean um, couldn't get tickets, so he didn't come with us. It's but a hot, hot ticket, hot, hot concert tickets. event. Concert was sold out anyway. Um, and so we go. I didn't realize it was all ages. I know that was kind of weird. That but... was weird. So I felt really bad because we went to like there was two giant lines. Sorry, there was two lines outside the Danforth Music Hall entrance. One of which was super long, and then the other one, which was super short. So I felt like we just butted in front of everybody. No. Nah. And so we went to that one, and then I felt like you were outside a lot longer than I was. Yeah, yeah, you had to pat me down. Yeah, so I went to the guy, and he was like, can I see inside your purse? And so, like, here's the thing. Obviously, I'm not holding anything. No. Like, you know how, like, purses have, like, tons of compartments? Yeah. He was like, uh. Digging for gold? Well, he wasn't even digging for gold. He commented about digging for gold and then didn't dig for gold. And then he's like, so, he's like, uh, so what year year were you born in? And I was like, uh. And so I said it, even though I was holding my driver's license. Huh. And so he's like. That's a great year. And I'm like, okay. I think he's sweet on you. No, but I was like, why aren't you just looking at my driver's license? Sweet on you. No, because I think it's like, you know how if you're stupid and you don't can't do the math, mm. say like what year are you born in? Yeah. To make you of like age to drink. Right. So if you said like it's 2011. But as a bounce, if I was a bouncer, I thought about this. If I had to check IDs, that day I'd always know, like, okay, you got to be born in 95 to be 20 years old. Yeah, but that's the thing. So he's probably like just saving time. Or he's sweet on you. Okay. 
or not. So, anyways, we go inside. We finally get in. It is fucking packed. Packed and hot as balls. It was so hot to the point where even they um both um Killer Mike and LP yeah. commented on how hot it was. Yeah. And the Danforth Music Hall. And so it was awesome with for the respect that like you can go and see pictures on our Instagram mm. of the stage set. I'll post a video too on Facebook mm-hmm. page. Um, what you gonna call it? So we took two videos, not to say we recorded the whole show. And um, what you gonna call it? From start to end, the whole concert was amazing. Yeah, it was like unbelievable. Their energy, their stage mm-hmm. presence, their chemistry, their, their charisma, banter. their banter. Like I thought, like all of it was so good and so tight that it made me wish they performed like full songs because the one thing I love about a, a crowd like this is like nobody sitting. That yeah. one. To everyone's dancing or like screaming or jumping or yeah. like hands in the air, which is awesome. And then they actually interacted with they being the rappers. Yeah. Excuse me. Actually interacted with the crowd a lot. Yeah. And it didn't sound overly rehearsed. No, I seemed like they were just like doing riffing, riffing which was awesome. Did you have a favorite song? Yeah, my song. Which one? Um, here, let me play you some. Yes, please. Uh, yeah, I, I think it was like unbelievable. Just their songs are all, for the most part, high energy and they're hard hitting. Mm-hmm. And then just their lyrics are so good and their voices. So Here's a clip of my favorite song, a.k.a. DJ Shadow. And Let's hear it. Choke. Youngest. I like um, how you can hear you rapping in yeah, the background. Yeah, I know that. I love that part. That part also makes me think of our nephew, Benjamin, yeah. who's obsessed with Charlie Brown. Um, So I really like that. But the other thing I really like is, and I thought about this, because I don't know a lot of songs that reference Obama, yeah. but I can't wait for all these new rap songs to reference Trump. Because yeah. it rhymes with more shit. Yeah, Trump, right? chump. Rump. Rump, dump. Yeah, right? Clump. Exactly. Uh, but then this song says, like, Trump fucks his youngest. Yeah. Which I assume is Tiffany. Yeah. Which is kind of shitty. Because I can't can't be Byron. <laughs> but um, what you call it? I was thinking about that, but there was a lot of, like, political talk. And so at one point, the entire, like, room just started saying, fuck Trump. Yeah. Kind of thing, which was hilarious. And then when they did my song, their really dirty song, they brought out Gangster Boo and they said they wanted Gangster Boo to run for president. Yeah. <laughs> is, sorry, I was going to play a clip of my one of my favorite songs mm-hmm. from the night. This is, you can kind of get a sense. I'll probably post this video. This is their uh, Close Your Eyes and Count to Fuck featuring <laughs> the lead singer of Rage Against the Machine. Oh, wait. No, sorry. That wasn't the one I wanted to post. Sorry. Here, this is the one I wanted to post. Oh, fuck. Did I do... God damn it. I didn't save it. Fuck. I wish I saved the video of them doing... Ah, God damn it. I didn't save it. I I posted it as an Insta story. Okay. 
Okay. And I forgot to save it. Oh, I didn't save God, it. That one was so good. The crowd says like the crowd gets into it. Mm-hmm. I fucked up. <laughs> anyway. It's okay. It was all in our brains. That's Anyways, our brain. yeah, my favorite song was probably "Run the Jewels" by "Run the Jewels," which was their closer. Yeah, no, it wasn't Second their closer. closer. It was their closer at going into the uh, encore. Encore, but every song was so good. The only thing I wish, because I love their new album, there's like two songs I don't like on their that I just are okay, which they played. I'm like, oh, I wish they played a couple more new songs. Like, right. I'm not complaining at all. Like, this is like a nine point eight out of ten for me for sure. I think. I'd give it like 9.5 out of 10. Yeah. Right? The the thing that took me away was how hot it was. Yeah. It reminded me of like, even though Danforth is really cool because there's like a small incline. Yeah. And so that's really helpful because so not, you're not leveled with a bunch of people. Yeah. But, and I always get this for some reason, isn't there like an etiquette of lining? Like when you're in a general admission pit. It's asking too much of people. No, but there was this guy who was clearly with nerd this burglar. nerd burglar. Third I, wheel. I the complete third wheel, who I was clearly taller than, first of all, right? But he was with his girlfriend, who was clearly on a date with this guy. Like his friend who was a girl. Yeah. yeah. And so um, he was, like, awkwardly standing, instead of beside them, behind yeah. them. It wasn't even bouncing his, to this shit. Yeah. And so the shitty thing was, was that he shouldn't have been standing there because our whole line was, like, right behind that boyfriend holding his friend. And so he was kind of like an in-between stand, yeah. but he would never, there was clearly room to hit, like beside them, but he would never go beside them. So I felt like I was just like up in his back yeah, the whole time. Yeah, up in his shit the whole time. But because it was so hot, you know when you can feel somebody's like sweat on you? Yeah, and he had a hairy back. He had a hairy back, and then I couldn't move back anymore to the left or to the right because we were all blocked in. Dude. But then it reminded me of when we went to see Ed Sharp. And it was so hot. But yeah. Everyone was so tall and I was so short. Yeah. And you were like grasping for air. That's Because I even said to John, like, at one point during the show, like towards the end, I almost said I had to get out yeah. and go get some air. Next time we'll bring water. No, it wasn't even that. It was just like no circulation. I know. It was super so, hot. But they turned on the fans like like almost towards the end. So yeah. I think they realized. But overall, it was so much fun. I'm Now I'm sad because it's over. Like, it came and went so quickly. Yeah. And it's like, we have other fun concerts coming up. But that was the one I was John looking was forward to excited. most. I can't think of anyone else. The only other person I would be excited would be Jamiroquai to come, mm-hmm. which I'm hoping he does because he has a new album coming mm-hmm. out. The other one I'm excited for, but it's completely different music, is Fleet Foxes. Ooh. I just like them because I knew how high energy their show was going right. to be. I almost feel like you should uh, publish my playlist on the Facebook group. To yeah. get a good um, rundown of all the bands we like and all the music we're listening to. Because Jamiroquai was on that list as well. Definitely. I'll do that for sure. I'll post all of this. Well, look, we're at a, a 51 minutes on this. Add on the half hour of the remote. Jeez, we're coming up on an hour and a half. So, so we got to we'll, gotta end this. We'll end this here. Um, what? Bless you for another season. <laughs> what the hell? I don't know. I had no segue. Your boy over here. Your boy. Okay, um, let's let's just do this. Who do you want? I got three options for band of the week. Go. Do you want your boy Thundercat? Go, John. No, the three options. Three options. Three options. Mm-hmm. Your boy Thundercat. Mm-hmm. Zed's dead. Mm-mm. Or Little Dragon. Mm-mm. You want Thundercat? Thundercat only because when we went to the Danforth, John got so excited because Thundercat. Thundercat's coming. Come and so he's so excited. But every time John says Thundercat, I think Thunderclap and Newman. Oh, yeah. The, you don't think of Thundercat the cartoon? Not at all. And so I think of that song, Something in the Air. This, and then I think of Almost Famous. 
Well, for those of you who don't know who Thundercat is, I don't didn't even really know who he was. He's like this young stud who produced some tracks on the latest Kendrick Lamar to Pimp a Butterfly album. Ooh. But he sounds like Brothers Johnson mm-hmm. funk. Like I'm predicting my dad will like this guy. Yeah. He was he's like a young dude, but he yeah. sounds like he's from the seventies. Alright, so I'm gonna do Thundercat. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I'm gonna go with the song that I'm really digging, which I know you don't like that much. No. It's Show You the Way featuring Kenny Loggins and Michael ah, McDonald. Gross. Right. But that's such a cool combo. This young R and B funk guy mm-hmm. got Michael McDonald and Kenny Loggins. Mm-hmm. And if you like him, the other song I was debating was "Them Changes," which you liked. I like that song. So um, here, give me your give me your Apple Music playlist. I'm gonna just show him what "Them Changes" sounds like, mm-hmm. and then we'll play the song that I want to hear. Hi. And then I'll also post your playlist on the uh, mm-hmm. page, so people can hear mm-hmm. all the great things. And I like the name of your playlist. What is it? Hashtag Big Tunes 2018. <laughs> I just remember I deleted Thundercat. Yes, you did. And then I asked you to keep the song I liked. And you deleted all of them. So I didn't know why you were grabbing my phone. Okay, here. Let's, I, I just put it on for you. Listen to this song for a second. I'm going to fast forward a bit. So anyways, doesn't that sound like it's coming out in 1974? Like it sounds like Brothers Johnson. So Mm -hmm. if you like it, give it a listen. But I'm going to get into the song I like a lot, which is called Show You The Way by Thundercat. So why don't we get into it? All the ways to get in contact with our asses, facebook.com slash live at 605 for pictures, memes, (laughs) gifts, picture of my butt, all that good stuff. Not my butt. Don't worry. Yeah, we've already established your butt. And then, how about you? If you want to get in contact with us and check out some of the cool shit we've done, it's ValGomez23 on both Instagram and Twitter. You can follow your boy on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Malencamp and on iTunes. Drop us a comment on our iTunes page because every comment you leave for us pushes us back to So until next week, I'm your podcaster, John. I am Val. He. He. Let's go. Thundercat.
John Mallon and Val Gomez.